Hey, 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 Brandon Belize. So here you're living your best life. It is Friday, Friday, August 26th, 2022, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on the West Coast. You know, people ask me all the time, why do I always do that? Because I want to be here. And here is recognizing date, time, where are you at, right? It's just a measurement, but really what it does for me, it creates that mindset of I'm here. And the only place I need to be is here and with you. Cool, cool, cool. So we got an exciting show today. You know, I, I had the blessing to hang out with, with Zach Connolly over the four-day experience of It's Time Live Believe. And, you know, I'm always looking for disruption. What I'm looking for is real practical, useful information. Being a small business owner, I think we wear a lot of hats and we need to understand that. I mean, that's just the way that freaking goes. And if you're not good at wearing a lot of hats, you can bleed yourself dry early in the game. I mean, that's the long and short. Um, we're doing a sh small remodel in San Francisco. So I drew up the drawings and th they're excellent. I mean, an architect will go, yeah, you're really cool, man. And all I did was take some graph paper and hop into junior high school and rock and roll and lay this out. And any contractor with two cents will be able to understand what, I'm, what I need done. So I think it's things like that that really makes what we do um, challenging, but also extremely rewarding. So hold on to that thought. So let me thank my sponsors. And of course, I want to start with Market Muscles, Stephen Reinstein and the gang out there. Stephen, I love you, sir. Um, and, and what you do with Market Muscles, I think is phenomenal. You continue to grow. The websites continue to improve. They're customizable, which fits my mindset completely. You know me, I don't want some template-driven cookie-cutter website. So the ability to go in and make adjustments, like we just added back in schedules, the link to the free trial, and our tuition we're going to call them investments. I like that. My client in England said that last night. So instead of tuition plans, we're going to modify it even more. He, he took that and ran. We're going to call it tuition investments. I like that. I like that a lot. So I think that's kind of cool. We just added that back into our website and we'll continue to do things like that because I want to be transparent. I want to be authentic. And in that conversation with Liam last night, we're looking across the board, you know, Facebook ads. He had 215 leads signed up 11. 104 leads, signed up nine, 35 leads one month, and he had nine signups. So I said, look at this data. You have all these leads. He goes, well, those weren't good leads. I ran those through this Facebook ad campaign, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's all those companies promise to do is get you leads, correct? That's all they promise. They don't say if they're quality leads, they don't guarantee they'll convert to students. But do you notice now the new digital marketer, what they're selling you? guaranteed students, or you don't pay us, right? And you pay a little more for each of but they guarantee it because that's starting what's coming to light. So many digital markers are preaching, hey, I'll get you 300 leads a month. But the result is they're not great leads. They're simply not. And so people are starting to call out the digital markers. So what do they got to do? They got to dance. They got to pivot, right? Got to throw up another mirror. So here's the new incentive as a salesman. Every lead you get, you know, I, you don't have to pay me a cent until they turn into a student. Who's seen that? Put it in the comments. I would love to know. Cool, cool, cool. Put them in, put them in. Who do we got? Bob Poole. We got James. What's up, Mish? Tokes from jokes. Go, Zach. Tokes from jokes. <laughs> What's up, Mish? How's it going, Bob? What's happening, James? As you come aboard, say hello. I love when you say hello. And then, of course, our sponsor, My Studio. I'll be out on the East Coast, uh, September 23rd and 24th, 
at the MGM out there. And I get to share with a lot of great instructors from all over the world, but more so professors from Harvard, multi-franchise uh, owners like uh, Code Ninja or Ninja Code. He's got like 480 franchises all over the world. So I look, to look forward to coming and sharing my mindset of how we leverage technology in this ever-changing world to not only keep pace, but to create a business that we're happy with. Kids of life skills, the best investment for a child is in life skills. You know, nobody cares that I teach Kenpo and I'm an eighth degree black belt. I can tell you one in probably a thousand people say, what's your style, right? What, what do you teach? What's your style? Very seldom does anybody ask me that, but they will come in with the intent, will you teach my child confidence? Will you teach them focus? Will you teach them discipline? So whatever you have in your curriculum, life skills should be huge in that process, right? I'm not, I'm not willing to say, and I don't think it's, it's what our culture will marry into that, you know, we're life skills educators and we just use martial arts as a tool. I would never say that because I'm first and foremost a martial artist, but there are people that will say that in our industry, right? Martial arts is just a tool, but I'm a life skills educator. Cool. If that's what floats your boat, rock and roll, make it happen. I choose not to do that. I still want to be a martial artist first. So kids love life skills, I think is the way to go without a doubt. You know, because of all the different components from the handouts to the coloring sheets to the reward of the life skills badge to empowering parents, but not telling them how to parent and the band played on. So you need to go to kidsloflifeskills.com. And then, of course, LC Accounting, you know, through this pandemic, through this recession, through any time in business, you need a great bookkeeper. Do not do it yourself on an Excel spreadsheet. I would never advise people to do that. They say, when I'm starting a business, what are some of the costs? I said, number one, a good lawyer to negotiate the lease, right? So you don't end up in, in a bad lease. Number two, get a good bookkeeper and accountant. Those two things will, will keep you, you know, tight and right. And if those things are in place, the potential is unlimited. Cool. So a little, a little housekeeping. It's time live balance is coming up. Somebody brought up to me that it falls on Easter Sunday. So we may shift those four days. And if we do, we will. It's way, way off in the future, but it will only be 20 spots. You know, we've rechanged the format. We're not even going to do the one day or the two day. That's completely off, off the plate. Because what I believe happened, you know, which was my goal, I only wanted 20 people. We allowed a couple of people to come in for one and two days, but I want four days with 20 people. I can really cultivate content and pivot in a direction. I, I thought this one was just beyond anything. And it was that ability, you know, because on Sunday, you got to pivot for the person who's never been there. So you're trying to create standard content of systems and, you know, curriculum development, staff training, the standard, the big three, right? Curriculum development, staff training and marketing and systems, right? So I think what's going to be beautiful is we work with only 20 people. So as soon as we launch that, I would encourage you to reserve your spot. Do it right away. It'd be one of the 20, only one of the 20. Hey, what's up, Ray Moore? Virginia, what's happening? So as you come on board, say hello, say hello. All right, so let's get this show started. So Zach, the backstory that I'm going to tell you on Zach that I know. You know, Zach's a martial artist first and foremost, but what's brilliant is his mom opened her own school during this pandemic, pretty much right before it hit hard. And with a gimbal and a cell phone and lots of creativity, I always tell people that what you lack in money, you can make up in creativity. And that creativity to take a gimbal, to create a brand, you know, which I had a small part of when Virginia, oh my, no, I'm going to toot my horn. I had a big part. Virginia and I spent many midnights crying and working through things. It was a tough, tough time in life. 
And I'm grateful to have been there for Virginia. And I have a big influence. I always downplay that because I like to give Virginia all the credit. But I did. I had a big hand in that. And through that process, they've cultivated an amazing brand. You know, and the brand itself, the logo, the all that was the work was done by Zach and his mom. That work they did. I inspired it. I got it. But they did that real work. And it's such a cool brand. It's such a cool brand. And it behaves like a franchise. And I think that's important, too. You cultivate this really cool brand. And then it behaves like some, you know, unprofessional environment. No logo is going to make up for that. No, no purpose statement you stole off somebody else's site is going to fix that. So I think what's neat about what they did, and I'm sure Zach will pre-frame that as we hop in. We're going to do a couple of sessions with Zach, you know, and I don't want to lose track of that. So today we're going to work on, on the meta business suite. To me, it's, it's a great improvement from what Facebook used to have. And the meta business suite really allows you a lot of great functionality. You just got to spend some time in there. So Zach's going to hold our hand. And he's going to walk us through that good stuff. Okay. So start taking notes, folks. And let me bring in Zach. Hello, sir. How are you doing? What's happening, sir? I'm did good. I'm well. Anything? Glad to be here. Did, did did I cover everything? Yeah. No, you did, you did a better job than better job than me, probably. But um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm, I've been working in the graphic design market industry for the past three years. So I have experience. Um, but one thing I've like experienced and one thing you're kind of, you touched about marketers in the industry is they like to throw up a lot of smoke and mirrors. And I experienced that firsthand working in the industry. I saw that, um, you know, just blindsiding the clients, like just the things they were doing where there were very simple things where the client just knew about it. Like they could easily do it themselves and not spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And like, I, I would like to share that information with everyone today. Um, yeah. And, and, and Zach, I think that's really important. I don't know why I'd read it. it was either Forbes or Fortune 500. And, and, and they say that, you know, digital marketing is a salesperson's heaven because mm -hmm. it's designed to be very gray, right? Even when you yep. sit with a Facebook expert and you're looking at the insights and one Facebook marketer said to me, well, you know, this is only costing you $1.15 a click. I said, I don't care if it costs me $1,000 a click. If it gets me a student that I can invest and have a long-term relationship, it's worth $1,000. So why would you try to impress me with that? I'm, I have a, you know, a cheaper click-through rate. Exactly. It's all about the investment, right? And, and part of the investment is putting time and the creativity and just learning these tools, which are free and they're available to any of us to use. And I'm going to be covering that in a little bit, but um, just like a little bit about me. I'm from Wisconsin. My mom is um, Virginia. She owns Journey Martial Arts. Again, um, you're covered. I work with her. I helped her rebrand. I help her with her social media account. I help manage that. I help run ads and all that. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been training in Taekwondo and Hapkido for 20 years. Um, my education is in graphic design, but I also have marketing experience. Um, and yeah, I've also assisted a handful of martial arts schools um, like yours, One Martial Arts. I've worked with Resilient. I'm working with Hero right now, helping their social media account. I'm, I've worked with Team, helping them rebrand. So I worked with a few martial arts schools, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the martial arts schools we'll be working with in the future. Um, so um, resilient. Just let's kind of talk about resilient. We have resilient in there too. Now. Yeah, we have resilient too. Huh? We're yeah. with James, and also actually kind of talking back, um, kind of just bringing it back to what we we're talking about earlier um, during the event. I remember James was talking about how he hired a marketer to run his social account, and how he how they're, they're focusing on leads more than anything. And when you went back and looked at it, the leads that were not even generated within this area. No. Yeah. Right. Ridiculous. Well, I, I learned that 
many years ago when I had a website that company blew onto the scene really, really fast. And in one month I had 800 leads and they told me to downplay it. Don't talk about it publicly. And I'm like, that was weird. Wouldn't you be happy to say you got this guy 800 leads? And then I had my web designer who, who started out as a coder and he went back and looked in and the IP addresses were coming out of Ethiopia. Right. What so you're pouring your money into nothing. Like yeah. that, that means not absolutely nothing. Well, right. and, and because and, the metrics, even though you look at them, they often are skewed and you're looking at all these different right. metrics, how much time they spend, you know, looking at the video, how long, you know, until they left, did they click through? And then the whole funnel thing, I understand it, right? They go into the website, they don't opt in. There's one funnel. They go into the website, they opt in and do nothing. There's mm -hmm. another funnel. They go in and they opt in and they sat at this one section of the website for 20 seconds. There's another funnel. You could chase that dog all day long. Yep. And like all those numbers, like they're important. Like it, it, it's good to know what people are looking at, what people are drawn to. And that's all very important, but it doesn't mean anything if it doesn't directly apply to your school, especially if you're a service-based industry, you, it needs to be located in your area. Yeah, three to five mile radius in right, most urban exactly. environments. So I agree with that. I agree with it, not All those numbers, all of those statistics, even though they're very useful, um, don't really mean a whole lot unless it's targeted, you know, very specifically, not even just within your area, but also what people are interested in and all that. And I'm actually going to walk um, walk everyone through just a very simple app, oh, how to set cool. up an app. And cool. I'm going to show you guys how simple it really is. It does take work. It does take time. But again, like it's not as complicated as everyone thinks. Nope. And, um, but as long yeah. as they make you think it's complicated, you'll spend seven hundred to a thousand dollars a month on people because exactly you make it complicated. Yeah, Even I more. <laughs> four or five different Facebook marketers directly from Facebook, and I'm going, you know, this is a lot easier than I thought it was. They go, yeah, it is. Just as long as you know the marketers keep things gray and you're dependent upon them, then you know. But how many of us put it in the comments have been to at least one to two? social media marketers and it left them disgruntled go everybody here can say they have go ahead and put it in the comments so that's a big thing for me it's it's like anything learning to educate yourself is powerful it's mm -hmm. super powerful so so let's jump into it sir let's um, do it. so yeah so i just want to just kind of briefly just kind of discuss what i went over um when i spoke at your event i just want to kind of just, just define what branding is what marketing is and then we'll just go in the business suite cool. um just as a little precursor so um when people think of branding they might think of a logo or a product or a promise. Um, and it's not necessarily any of those things. A logo is just an icon. And then the day that doesn't really stand for anything if it doesn't support your core values. It's not a product because you can replicate it. And it's not even a promise. The branding is a result. And as a result of the story you're telling to your customers, community, and team members, and there's, su there's some of all the parts of your business and its culture that makes up the brand. So an effective brand focuses on feelings rather than a service or a product. It's very, it's very feeling it's, when you see Nike, you think just do it. it. It evokes a feeling. So brands help people find communities where they feel a sense of belonging. Your brand is what you use to effectively market yourself to the right people. And a brand can build trust by letting people know early on what to expect. It lets your business feel cohesive when you market yourself online. Yep, I agree. And, and I always use Nike as an example, Zach, because it, it, they're not selling you tennis shoes. They're selling you a culture, a mindset, an emotional connection that just do it, right? We're action takers. Apple was think different. So at the time when Steve Jobs had came back and the whole campaign was think 
different. We weren't talking about selling you computers or iPods at the time or anything like that. It was about, hey man, people who think different congregate here. People want this culture. So I totally agree with you because we understand people buy emotionally. Look at the stock market. Look at, you know, someone gets upset. They go out and spend a thousand dollars, get home and go, why did I buy this? Guess what? That happens to every school owner every time they go to a convention. Right. Someone's in that sales booth, they get them hyped up and then they buy a program, get back to their school and they get in their office and go, why the hell did I buy that? Right? Why did yeah. I do that? It's because of that emotional connection. Yeah. But I, I think in business, we have to temper that. And we're emotional beings. So yeah, it, it makes sense. It makes we sense. Are, but, but I think the challenge with that, you know, having owned small businesses for over 35 years, a lot of decisions I make are extremely strategical and extremely mm -hmm. statistical. So to temper emotion with good data is yep. so important, yep. so important. So it's like I, the, I the yin and the yang, like, like yeah. I've heard so many times, so many times um, during during our time together. Yes, sir. the yin and yang is a good balance. It is. Um, so I just thought a good, like a good example of what I talk about was Yeti is a great example of a, a great community of people, people who have Yeti products, they feel like outdoorsmen, they feel like to feel tough, they feel rugged. They also really enjoy their product. They provide a good promise to to um to their customers. You know, if you break a Yeti product, you get it. You you get a free. You get a return. Yeah, isn't that like, cool? No questions asked. I've got tons no of no questions Yeti. asked. I love Yeti, but ironically, Zach, I'm going to push beyond that. You know, YouTube is maybe two miles away from me, and I was in there the other day buying Starbucks gift cards for my uh, drivers in the after school program. And guess what? I'm looking in this line behind me because you know they're very millennial environmentally conscious, right? They don't want you to give them a paper cup. I'm looking down this line. I kid you not. I would say 70% of the people in that line had a Yeti mug. And then, <laughs> I walk, then I walk into the grocery store, right? With it's called Molly mm -hmm. Stones and they have a whole section of Yeti. What? How many grocery stores do you know have Yeti set up there? Cause you know, it's a oh, I used to do ads for Yeti. When yeah. I, my old job, I used to do ads for Yeti all the time. Yeah, it's a pretty you know, high-end product, it, but it's in a grocery store, which expensive. is only a couple of blocks from YouTube. So I saw the proximity. I said, this makes sense, too. So I, I would think their brand culturally has gone beyond the woodsman, right? It's really mm -hmm. that very cool hip, right? Right. And you, you saw also you're saving the planet. You're not using paper cups. You're not, yeah, you're you're not using paper. Yeah, that, that, that chest he had, that's like $300, right? Oh, yeah. They go they, they, they go upwards of six hundred dollars that's crazy but see they're just, not for child, just for a chest cooler right and people will pay the price because they want that brand they yeah. want to be recognized with that brand so the brand identity of yeti i think is so powerful and they've done that in a short span right i'd say the oh yeah they, they, they have one of the fastest growing companies right now are they yeah they're, yeah they're they're what they're doing is absolutely outstanding and if you think about it when the day's done in the average consumer it's just a coffee mug Right. And at the end of the day, the I mean, of the day how many, how many people have tried to replicate Yeti? Yep. There's so many knockoffs, but still like Yeti's on top. Yeah. It's because they have that, they have that established relationship. Yeah. With, with well, if you get a chance, everybody do that. I love studying brands and Yeti is one of, I have four or five Yeti mugs. I give them away as gifts. I studied Yeti too. And I think it's a very, because uh, what I love about it, it, it's a brand that borrows from a lot of tradition and as far as, you know, emotional connection, they have a purpose, they have a culture and a why, but they're very innovative in their marketing and their mm -hmm. execution because they understand they're at the pulse of today's demographic. Very cool. Exactly. Yeah, it's because it's, it's the result that that's the brand is the result of everything they've done within their community, everything they've done with their product, um, everything with their brand, everything what they stand for. 
So it's, it's the result of all those things. So that's kind of like, that's kind of how I approach marketing. That's how I see it. I know some people might see it differently, but that's how I view it. Um, so we're going to go from branding to marketing because I think they kind of, they work, both work together very well. So marketing um, to me refers to any action a company takes to attract an audience to the company's product or service through high quality messaging. Marketing aims to deliver standalone value, um, standalone value for prospects and customers through content with long-term goal of demonstrating product value, strengthening brand loyalty, and ultimately increasing sales. If your brand was a car, marketing is the engine. Without an engine, it's hard to take your message to where it needs to be. Yeah. But, but what I love about your statement, Zach, is that the end result is profitability. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing. I say it all the time, serve people well, have a clear purpose, do the right thing. And the bottom line is you will make more money. But salespeople put the money first. We'll get you leads. We'll make you more money. 30 new students in 30 days. They never talk about it. And that's why I'm, I'm very hip where you're going with this because I want to be the storyteller of my business. I don't believe a digital company, unless they're being paid millions of dollars and that's their sole purpose, they're going to, in our industry, because it's such a small industry, right? We learned that it's time, what? We do 5 billion a year. Mm-hmm. One company alone, Apple, does how many trillion a year? I mean, one company (laughs) outpace our entire industry. So I think the challenge with that is, you know, because we're not educated as a whole, those marketers come into us and they see, I can use stock photos. I can use stock copy, you know, and I'll tell you this tests well. And working with marketers too, especially with smaller businesses, there's a lot of misunderstanding as well as, as, because the the marketer who doesn't understand the industry, doesn't understand the business, isn't fully going to grasp who they're trying to reach. And, you know, the, the person who's going to know the most is the owner of the business, yeah. right? And the, and the community. So if, if the marketer doesn't know those people, doesn't know the owner like that, it, it really will just fall apart. And all that money that's being poured into it is going to go nowhere. So it, it's important to understand community. And for me, it's like why I'm such in a niche market for marketing martial arts schools is because I, I i get the industry especially yeah, yeah. especially for for you know this even more of a niche just your community too where you guys have life life skills and i just i see the value in that and i see the value in posting you know that type of content out there um where it's, it's beyond just teaching a kick or a punch you know it's beyond that it's teaching your child focus teaching your college confidence and all all those great very very valuable life skills yes sir yes sir so why is social media marketing important? Um, you're able to create brand awareness with little to no cost. So compared to a TV ad, you're going to spend like $80,000. You know, you can spend, you can spend $200 running a Facebook ad for a month and you can reach 17,000 people within a very niche. You can, you can very, you can narrow it down like very small. So you, you can really, you know, reach moms. You can reach people who are interested in martial arts. You can choose all those things. So um, also 55% of customers discover new brands on social media. Um, newcomers get a glimpse into the services and experiences you provide before walking in the door and telling the story of your brand's purpose through social media can strengthen the connection between your business and your community. And this is one of the most important things because community should be the main focus. Community should and be the main focus. Baby. You know me, I mean, that's all I live by. Yep. And I did that whole presentation at several big events, community-based marketing. I'm so big on community-based marketing. This Saturday, we have the cotton candy machine at a back-to-school day. Last Sunday, I did a 
uh, self-defense workshop for girls for the Millbrae Educational Foundation. The week before that, we did two meet and greets, kindergarten meet and greets at our school. And that's all community-based marketing. Yep. You and know, you're building we, those connections. Yes. And, and yes. you know, people, people feel that. They feel, feel that, that transparency. They feel, they feel, you know, the authenticity in those experiences. You know, there's no smoke, smoke and mirrors. No, that. but you can ruin that, Zach, with what the industry tells us to do. I did this great workshop, right? Then I'm going to tell them, and today, if you sign up for my <laughs> three-month self-defense course, right. it's that I didn't. But it's, didn't that's sales-driven. That's all well, sales-driven. Yeah, and, and that kind of destroys the whole mood, right? right? Yeah. You know, yeah. one of the people that were at this workshop, Zach, was a kid who was with us when she was five or six. And now she came back with her mom as a teenager to take the self-defense workshop. You know, had we not given her love out the door as much as we gave her when she came in the door, she would not have been comfortable to come to this event. So I think that the community mindset does that community above all, above money, above all of that. So I totally agree with you. And when I define community-based marketing, um, the way I put it is community-based marketing is when people are brought together over a shared experience to create close relationships with prospects and customers through a platform. So you can, that can be anything. So it's like, you know, you have the cotton candy stands. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you can also do that on social media. You can do that through Google. You can do that almost on anything really. So it's, but it's building that connection and so it's not sales driven at all. You know, whenever, whenever I'm social media and I just see an ad where it's like this item's on sale or like if it's a sale on it or it has a dollar price tag on it, I'm scrolling past it immediately. Yeah. I'm yeah. not spending a second more looking at it. No, nope. there's no emotional connection there. Exactly. Zero. So, so I think that, I think that, um, that's good for, you know, what I want to cover as far as branding marketing defined. Um, so we're going to go into the meta business suite. So, um, anyone watching or anyone listening, if you're listening later, just, um, first thing I would just advise you to do is just download the app meta business suite. You can get that on the Google, um, Google play store. You can get it on the app store. It's available. It's free. Um, yeah, and you, and, uh, just download it. And I'm actually going to share my screen here. see here get this to work i'm going to share this put you on my other screen very nice all right so, so Zach, we're gonna... i've got the business suite what is the difference between that and the meta ads manager um that's just more ads focused so is this taking a is this it's more of a detailed view on just running ads but we don't necessarily need that we don't, no you don't necessarily need it if you wanted to get more of the demographic demographics of it if you really want to narrow down like more gender more age demographics like you, you want to get very very specific with it you, you you can use that and we could probably discuss that in another yeah, presentation. yeah it's cool i mean i love um, meta business suite since they made this move when did they make that move was that about a year ago now february 2022 yeah it's it's awesome so it's pretty new it's pretty new so a lot of people don't really know a lot about it people, a lot of people haven't used it so i think it's a great opportunity today just to go over it Cool. Um, just some basic features of it. So um, I really tried to break down this app as much as I possibly could. Um, just for anybody who just kind of struggles with using uh, technology in general, I just want to make this as simple step-by-step -step as possible Cool. Um, just to help anybody out with this. So Meta Business Suite app tutorial. So martial arts school owners. So what is the Meta Business Suite app? The Meta Business Suite is a new tool as of February 22 that allows us to manage and create content for your business Facebook and Instagram accounts seamlessly on one platform. Why use the Meta Business Suite? 
Meta Business Suite allows you to manage your social accounts from one place. It makes it easier than ever to see how your page is performing. And some of the tools within the app include scheduling posts, viewing your post planner, messaging, and ad management. So section one, um, we're just going to go through the main features of the Meta Business app. And I also, um, just to let you guys know, I did upload um, the link to this whole tutorial. This is a free resource. So um, anyone can go through this at any time um, at their own pace. Because I, I, I might go through this a little quick. May I'll go through this a little slow for some people. But you can go through this on your own pace at your own time. But um, all the information is on here. Basically, I'm just reading off basically the information on here. Cool. So um, yeah, so you download Business Suite app. The MetaBiz Suite app is available on both the App Store and Google Play Store. Just download the app and log into your uh, Facebook business account. Um, so if your first time in the app, once you're logged in, you'll appear on the home screen. From the home screen, you have the options to create a post and view your feed. If you look at the bottom of your screen, you'll see the menu, which you can navigate through all the Meta Business Suite's tools, such as posts, create new inbox, and more. So the first thing we're going to go over is a post page. So if you tap on the post icon through the bottom menu and also have that highlighted on the graphic, you can view all the previous, all your previous posts. You can also use this page to view all published, scheduled, or drafted posts. Published posts will appear by default. You can also switch between your Instagram and your Facebook feed on this page. So the one really cool thing I really like about Meta is it's, it owns Instagram and Facebook. Yep. So you're able to access both your accounts. So, and if you don't have an Instagram account, I advise you to get one because Instagram is growing exponentially quick. Facebook is slowing down. So I would definitely advise you, but Facebook's important too. Facebook's important too. And especially for the older demographic, there's a lot more younger people on Instagram, which is good. Um, but also you want to be on Facebook for the, for, for more of an older audience, more older than me. <laughs> and eventually TikTok, right? Oh yeah, TikTok too. And I think we yeah, that's an, even another idea we could go over too is TikTok. So TikTok's a whole nother beast. It's a whole nother beast. a whole nother beast on its own. You know, somebody shared that with me, I believe. They said kids don't Google. Kids will go to TikTok and put Asian food in Milbray and look at TikTok videos of somebody eating Asian food in Milbray. Right? Yeah, so it's crazy. I, yeah, it's changed. It's crazy. So, but TikTok again, it, but I think I, I agree with you, Zach. At this point, we need to still focus Instagram and Facebook. I know a lot of moms moving yeah. over to Instagram just in our communities, yeah. but I still think if you're using the business suite and you're getting both Instagram I, and Facebook. Yeah, and I, I think the uh, like the largest demographic people using TikTok is younger than me. <laughs> so yeah. I don't think most of those people can afford martial arts classes. Nope. And they wouldn't even be the per people making decisions to enroll yep. in martial arts. Yeah. Um, Lots of moms are on TikTok too, but it mostly it's just younger kids, people my age. Yep. Um, so moving on to the page new. So the the plus icon in the middle of the bottom menu allows you to create posts. Um, you can also create a story, add or a live video. And um, we're going to touch on how to create posts um, a little later, but I just wanted to highlight um, that function in the menu. Um, then um, you can tap on the inbox icon to view any messages. So that is to the right of the plus icon. And you can also respond to messages and comments from, um, from here by tapping on the desired message slash comment. Um, so gone are the days of switching between your accounts to check messages or comments. You can, all, you can check both messages and comments all in one place through the Meta Business Suite. Yep. Uh, then you also have the more menu. So if you tap on the more menu on the far right bottom menu, You'll see that you're presented with many more options. These include notifications, ads, planner, 
appointments, events, insights, settings, feedback, and help center. We're not going to go through all those because, um, you know, feedback and help center, um, it's, there's, it, it's useful, but it's not useful for the presentation. That's in case you're just, something's just not working for some reason, you'd contact the, the help center. Um, most of the time for what we're doing, it's everything should work fine. <laughs> All right, so that's that's just basically just an overview of the menu, um, overview of the app. So we're gonna, gonna go into something a little more specific. So we're gonna be going into creating and scheduling a post. So creating a post, if you tap on the plus icon in the middle of the bottom menu to create a new post, from there you can select post. Pretty straightforward. Um, so choosing which accounts to post to, you will then be presented with an option to post to either of your accounts. In most cases, you can choose both accounts. You have to um, you have the option to publish to different Facebook groups from this menu, um, and then you can tap done once completed. So for most cases, especially if it's just a photo. You can usually just use both. You can usually select both accounts, and you can you can use the same copy. Um, the only difference, the only thing I would advise not to do on Instagram is post links because links you cannot access through Instagram unless it's posted in the bio. So you can say check this link out in bio, and then they can go to the bio and click the link. But if you post, if you copy and paste like a link, yeah, it doesn't the, highlight. I learned that one. <laughs> yeah, if you have, yeah, if you yeah, copy, right? hey, this is not highlighting. I can't click on it. Yeah, I don't, it don't work. So it doesn't. Yeah, I actually figured that out the hard way a few months ago. I was like, wait, why is this not working? I was like, oh. Should we post okay. backwards then? Should we, I mean, because when you post, well, in the meta suite, now what I do is I'll do my Facebook thing with the link and then mm -hmm. I delete it, you know, on the Instagram side. Yeah, so you can, um, and we'll go through that too, um, through editing posts on the planner. So you can go through that. So if you have like, because when you select both, like the copy you put in will be on both. But then if you, yeah, for whatever example you're using um, or whatever instance you're using um, a link, you can always just go in later and take that out. But um, yeah, I would advise just taking it out if you have a link for, for Instagram. And then if you, if it's like an important link, you know, for sign up, sign up for, you know, testing or something like that, you can always just put that in the bio and then you can say, go to the bio link for this. Yep. Um, so then adding content. So once you, once you select your, both your accounts, um, you can add your branded content and desired copy for the post. If you add a photo, try to incorporate relevant copy that relates to the photo. So everything should be cohesive. It, 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 again, like what I was talking about um, earlier, it, every post, don't just post to post, post, post to, you know, don't post for sales purposes, post if it's relevant. Post if you have a community event going on. Post if someone earns their belt. Post to highlight a student. Yeah. So, and something as simple as cropping your photo, Zach. Like, see, I, I like that, right? You can see mm -hmm. your mom, there's a student, they're, they're getting a stripe on their belt. It's, it's a little far away. But, you know, something as simple as cropping a photo, right? It's amazing how we don't take the time to do something. And, and sure, through the lens, you can think of composition of that photo. But it's so easy to go back and crop that thing later. You mm -hmm. can't work backwards, though. You can't nope. add feet. You can't nope. you cut off the top of their head. So don't be afraid to shoot that thing, you know, especially with, an, with like an iPhone 13 Pro. And then go back and edit it later. Right. Yeah. That's that's a small thing I see people do all the time. I'm go, oh, I'm sorry, your instructor's missing their head. <laughs> you know, in this yeah. photo. Yeah. It's all right. about the composition. And yes, it, it, it's you can all yeah, like what you're saying, you can always take away pixels, 
very hard to add pixels unless you're an expert in Photoshop. So yep. which most people aren't. So, you know, you're, you're always, you always will be, you all, you'll have more to work with if you're just a little further away. Um, and, and again, like you're saying too, is a lot of people think you need to have professional photo equipment, you need to have professional video equipment. Um, that's really not the case. Newer phones now, like the pixels are so high where it's like, and also when people are looking at their phones, it's not a large format. Mm-hmm. People are not going to notice. People are not going to notice mm-hmm. those things. So with hashtags, how many do you recommend at Instagram? How many should we use at Facebook? And do you believe in something like hashtag expert? Should we be using something like that to I think it's, populate hashtags? The hashtags can should be relevant to what you're posting. So if you're posting about life skills, you can tag, you know, you can hashtag kids of life skills. You can hashtag maybe the life skills patch you're posting. Um, I think it should just be relevant to your post. I think you should always tag your mark. Your, you know, you should create a hashtag for your school. And yep. You should always, you know, have that in there because people go on there, people will see all those posts. So, and it, it expands your reach further. But at the same time, it, hashtags are not the be all end all, end all for community-based marketing because again, people are on there. People can come from anywhere. Yep. And the only ones that are really going to matter are the, more the community-focused ones. So kids of life skills, for example, that's a community-focused one. People will click on the up life skills and anyone who's posting anything related to kids of life skills will see all that content as well. Yeah. What do you think of a link tree page for your Instagram? What's your feeling about that? Link tree. Oh, it's like other, like it has a list of other links within that. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that's a great, I think that's a great idea actually. Um, especially if you have like multiple things going on, if you have, you know, if you have a belt testing going on, but you also want people to access your site at the same time, you know, if the, you want people to access for re- um, registering or just coming in for the first class, sign up for a free class. Um, I think that, I think that that works really well. I think that works really well having, having a link tree post where people can access multiple links on there. And I've seen a few on Instagram posts or Instagram pages use that. So I think, I think that works well. Um, so moving on to post posting scheduling. So, um, oh wait, yeah. So once you hit next, um, from there you can choose publish now, um, or schedule later, and you can also save as draft. Um, so publish mount now is pretty self-explanatory. This means your post will go out instantly, but in contrast, schedule for later lets you choose the exact date and time you'd like your post to go out. And on the mobile platform, um, it doesn't show you when the opportune times are to post sadly. But um, if you do it on desktop, you're actually able to see when people are most active. So if you really wanted to narrow it in and see when people are most active, when people are going to interact with the post more, um, you can do that through desktop. But um, mostly for like for for most people, most martial arts schools, especially ones that are focused more on the community development, child development, that type of thing, you know, you're more targeting towards moms. So more midday posts work best. You don't want to do it super early. You don't want to do super late at night. Yeah. Because moms are getting the kids ready for school. Moms are getting ready to go to yep. bed. Exactly. Right. And, and do you like the optimal? Because I, I tend to work on the desktop for Meta. You know, I, just oh, I do I do everything on the desktop. Um, yeah, I just think the app is a little more simplified. It's a little yep. more simplified. It's a little more easy to use. But yeah, there's definitely a little more options um, on the desktop. So if, like, if you're really interested, maybe once you get the hang, if you're just new to this whole platform and everything, maybe get used to the app first. And once you're comfortable with that, um, you know, everything that's on app is on desktop. And then there's just a few more options on a desktop. If I'm in meta and I'm doing a post, can I take a live picture right there? Or does it have to be something I already shot? 
Can you can you say that question again? Sorry. Uh, let's say I'm in the middle of belt testing. I yeah. open up MetaSuite. I do a post. You know, here we are, belt testing. Can mm -hmm. I go live with the camera and just take a photo right there? Um, no, you'd have to take the photo first, and then you'd have to go in and put it in. Okay. Yeah, you'd have to go in and put it in. Um, but you can do you can do a live video from yeah. from MetaBusiness. Yep. You can do a live video though. Um, so yeah, that's basically it. So yeah, you, you can either schedule to post it, you know, publish now, or you can save draft. Hey Zach, um, you know the other thing I noticed, it only lets me post out sometimes six weeks in advance, two months in advance. Why does it do that? Like if I have belt testing every year in April, why can't I just make it April and then repeat every year? You know, like you do in your Google Calendar. What, Honestly, I don't have the answer it? for you on that one. I, hmm. I wish I, I wish I knew the answer. Yeah. Maybe it's some. I think maybe it's something for Meta where it, it's maybe a storage thing with their servers where they don't want a whole bunch of posts put out that far. So maybe their servers can't handle that many posts scheduled out if everyone's doing that. But that's a shot in the, shot in the dark for me. I I, I don't. Yeah, I, I would think so. And and also again, then it becomes more of a automated sales thing. There's nothing fresh or relevant yeah. or different. You got to change the dates. Yeah. It's a different link. So like summer camps, right? We can start advertising as soon as camp ends and do stuff every month, you know, organically. Mm -hmm. But if you have to do it every six weeks, it forces you to go in there and look at it. Do yeah. I want to change yeah. the picture? Does the link need to be updated? Those different things. I mean, that that's probably the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I think it's a combination of probably those things. Uh, You're, yeah. You, yeah, what you said makes complete sense to me. Yeah, Jake here is saying we used to be able to schedule like that, like months. And oh, advance. Jake. Oh, so and um, you don't know Jake, but he's my he's one of my best friends, and he's uh he works in marketing, so he he would probably have more of the answers to that one. Yeah, he said you used to be able to schedule not anymore in advance. That's okay. I mean, again, it, it should be a habit. If you're not going into your social media and looking at things all the time, then again, I've posted things that I've taken down. You know, I went, why did I do that? <laughs> <laughs> Make yeah. up or, or double post, right? Sometimes yeah. you post something in Instagram, then it feeds back onto your Facebook and the same post you did in Facebook is there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't, I think when you have two posts exactly the same on top of each other, that just, just doesn't look good on the page or when you scroll. So yeah, that, I mean, it's probably a user interface thing too, where it's just, it, it, it simplifies things a little more for people. Um, doesn't get, it doesn't get too clouded with too many posts. Yep. Um, yeah. Like Jake's saying, he agreed. Yeah. I think it's that. So you have to be more active on their app. I get it. Yeah. That makes sense. I get it. Out of sight, out of mind, right? Mm -hmm. You schedule a bunch of stuff in January and never go back for six months because you think you've taken care of it. Um, I, I get it. I mean, it's, it's not a hassle, but it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we still got a few minutes, sir. Um, All right. We're almost there. We only have two more sections left. Planner, planner section is pretty quick. We're good. We're good. Oh, um, so yeah. So accessing the planner. So um, kind of what I was talking about earlier is how you can schedule posts. If you schedule a few posts, you know, a few weeks uh, in advance, um, there is a way to view all those. And again, kind of what we we're talking about earlier is like if you have a, if you have a link where you put it in the description and you posted it to both your accounts, you know, you're not able to change it from there, but if you go into the planner, so if you tap on more, if you tap on the more icon on the right, the right bottom menu, you can access planner. And then from there, you can look through your planner. So then you can see all your posts and then it'll all show, it'll show it separately. You'll see it, you'll see it in, you'll see a Facebook one and then you'll see an Instagram one. So once you're in the planner, you can then look through all the content you have scheduled or I've already posted for both Facebook and Instagram accounts. Um, then um, 
for editing those. So you, you can also edit update posts through the planner by simply tapping on the three stack dots on the right side of the desired post. Um, and then this can be useful if you'd like to update copy or, uh, or even update photos or anything. So maybe you maybe you took a better photo later. Maybe it's like maybe it's testing week, maybe testing month. Maybe you got a better photo of someone getting their belts. If you want to update that, you can just go in and just change it. So section four on creating Facebook ad. So this one is a little lengthier. So I'll, I'll we're, I know we're kind of we have 15 minutes left, so we can't dilly dally too long. So. Um, so creating a new ad. So if you tap on the plus icon, the center of the bottom menu, um, from there, you can tap on ad. From there, you can choose your desired ad format. Um, so this screen will display three options to choose from. Get started with automated ads, boost posts, and boost an Instagram posts. So boosting posts are useful too, but um, just, just for the sake of time and just for um, example purposes, we're just going to go over one today. Um, so we're getting to go through automated ads and I also chose automated ads because I think um, those can be the most useful for, for, for the purposes of marketing. Um, Why do you think automated ads? Because Facebook has all the information and they can yep. help populate. And also, so with automated ads too, is the longer you run an automated ad, the more narrow, the more narrowed in it gets to your audience. Mm -hmm. so it's a smart ad. So over time, it'll, it'll be, the results will be better and better because it'll learn your audience and learn your, you know, your client base better. Yep. And, and so, I think that the thing we hear about often in social media is native content, right? And native ads, I believe are important too. So when they make that suggestion that you can use an automated ad format, they're not saying stock photos and stuff. No, you know, no, 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 no. They're saying the formatting, the design, yeah. if it's native to the environment, yeah. then more eyes will get on it. Yeah. So please be mindful. They're not asking you to be a cookie cutter generic yeah. thing. They're just giving you a really strong template to help you cultivate your own brand, you know, and, and, yeah. and with your community-based marketing. I dig it. I dig yeah, it. thank you for clarifying that. Yeah, no, it's not going to create ads for you or anything like that. You're still going to put in your own content yourself. You're still to put in your own copy, all that. It's not going to, you're not going to tap one button and all of a sudden your ad's going to be running. It's, it's a little more, there's a little more, a few more steps than that. But um, so, mm -hmm. an, so answering questions about your business. So once you go, once you go through um, getting started with automated ads, it's going to ask you a few questions. They're pretty simple. So they're just yes or no questions. Um, and so you're just going to enter your, yes or no um and so you reach what are some topics your audience might like so once you reach that screen on um, topics your audience might like once you're at that section you're going to delete whatever is automatically filled in so it's going to already have a few tags automatically filled in and what's automatically in there is not going to best pertain to what you who you want to market to because these tags are going to um they're going to they're going to be using the algorithm to reach you know certain people so what you put in here is kind of important so um, try to use 10 tags for the best results. So for, for my example, I have martial arts, child development, parents, leadership, physical fitness, early child education, preschool, kindergarten, parenting, and family. So, And you, know, and you wouldn't use anything demographically related like Wisconsin or? So that, we'll actually get into that in a little bit. So we can actually, we, we'll actually um, be able to narrow in on a demographic area um, like the next one or two sections. So yeah, because I know that old mindset with websites, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Atlanta's best martial arts classes, you know, in the header mm -hmm. used to pull better on yep. algorithms and search, but they say that's gone now. Yep. And, and also like the tags you put in here too, they have to be like pre-existing tags. So if you get that specific, you you might not find it either. Yeah, I tried the other day to put San Francisco kids karate, nothing came up. Yeah, exactly. So these, like, so th these ones are like, 
could I get a little more narrowed in with it? Yeah, but they're just good generalized tags, um, and they're hell of a lot better than what you're going to have that was pre-filled in there. Got so it. that's just going to kind of show what you know. If parents are interested um, in child development, they're interested in leadership, or you know, you know, they're more the kids are more preschool age, kindergarten age, which is a great age to start. Um, those are kind of like the, the people that it's going to market to towards. And would you double back into this ad and check it? Because sometimes I notice, like with my Google ads or searches, you know, people are searching and tying my name, one martial arts to like jujitsu, and we're not. Or they'll tie one martial. I had one that said pizza, you know, and that black hack tactics where someone will tag your name to their product. And I looked under the searches in Google the other day when I was cleaning yeah. things up and I went, that's got nothing to do with us. And I deleted that search. So it no longer would tie us to that. Should you do the same thing here with your Facebook ads? Yeah. I mean, I've tried to, it's kind of hard to stop, you know, other people tagging you like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if it's not relevant, you know, if it's jujitsu, if it's not relevant, it's pizza. Yeah, definitely don't want that associated. Yeah. Hey, just you know, one quick thing I want to add that Jake's sharing. I I know, you know, boosting at boosting a post or an ad is a lazy way. Get in there and learn how to run ads first. It's going to be so much more effective. I've done that too. I'm lazy, and it says right there, boost available. Yay, let's boost this freaking thing. And I boosted stuff I should yeah. never have spent money on just because I was yep. lazy and I thought boosting would get me more eyes when in reality, what I needed to do is a well thought out ad. Yep. Everything needs a good strategy behind yeah. it. Yeah. And it's kind of what you're saying too. That has to be the synergy of the feeling, but also with, with the, the strategy behind it as well. There has to be some form of logic behind it. So, so from there, you, you can add, so after that, you'll be able to add photos. So you, from there, you want to add four to six captivating photos displaying the unique experiences your academy offers. So, you know, community photos, you know, kids, you know, with the arms around them, themselves or, you know, the instructor working with the child, um, you know, instructor, maybe a picture of instructor presenting a life skill to a student, like those types of captivating photos or a student earning a new belt. Oh, any of those emotionally evoking photos work really well for ads. Um, Zach, did you believe in the carousel versus one photo versus a video? I've, I'm hearing things are really starting to change and a lot of different things are appealing now. You know, we still know- I like a carousel because you never know who's going to like what. So it, it's nice to have a variety sometimes. So you would prefer a carousel over one photo? Yeah. For an ad? Yeah. Do you prefer a carousel over video or video over carousel? Video you... will always win. Yeah. Video video is king. People, It's proven people stay on, you know, stay on three times as long. They watch, you know, people people get captivated by videos, especially yeah. if it's a good video. It's definitely like it captures a really good moment. Yeah. You know, kid giving. And that's their... why I think things like reels and stories continue to thrive and do well. Mm -hmm. you know, people want to see what you're going to do next. They want to hear mm -hmm. the continuing next chapter in the story. I think all of that's relevant. But And I would love to go over, um, like, I think the best platform for marketing through video is YouTube. Yep. And I'd love to go through YouTube ads, too. And uh, actually, my buddy, Jake, who's been commenting, he actually um, does a lot of YouTube ads. So maybe we can get him on the yes. show with us one of these Absolutely. times. Yep. Yep. Um, so from here, you can choose your goal. So this is the next page. So from there, you can select the goal you want to achieve with running your ad. Your goal will dictate how your ad displays to your audience. So you can choose get more messages on Messenger or get more traffic options. Prefer um, those are my two preferred options because um, not everybody has WhatsApp. Um, you can also you can promote your address locally. 
Um, but if you if you have a good website where you can get people to sign up, you know, you're getting the contact information. Um, you know, having a good websites important. So if you don't have a good website, getting more if you choose to get more traffic is probably not going to work the best. But if you have a good website that already works well generating leads, this is definitely just going to help it more. Um, but also just getting messages to people message you. So if your website's, you know, if you're still working on your website, your website's not done, you can just do messages and then you can reply. And also there's a way to automate messages. I didn't include this and in, that in this presentation. Also, we're kind of running short on time. But yeah, there's, also, things, sir. there's also a way to yeah. automate messages. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, part of this purpose is to help cultivate a learning for people. And, and, and I think, you know, we can, we can do this next week and the week after until we cover everything you want to cover. So don't feel rushed. Okay. With that. I think it's important for everybody here. Put it in the comments if you feel that way, you know, that we could probably sit here for the next three or four hours with that, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, don't hesitate to ask those questions. Post with purpose. I like that too, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely bring on Jake and we'll do a whole thing on YouTube. Right. So, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Be so, so wherever we end today, we'll pick up next week. You know, I, I think this is really timely, especially yep. with the recession right now. There's yep. so many schools that have to watch their spending. They just have to, but they should be doing this anyway. You know me, I'm a big storyteller of my own personal brands. And, and I think it's something we all need to do better. So I think it's timely, but this type of education is, is yeah. Thank you, Conrad. It's important. Yeah. Put it in there. Give Zach some love because, you know, we can do this for the next, I don't care how many weeks. It's over. <laughs> You know, yeah. let's keep educating yeah. people and let's keep no. moving in that direction. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and, and hey, Zach, these slides from today, wh where can they get them after this? Um, I posted the link um, in the uh, Success Never Sleeps page. I posted in the Disruptor page. So okay. it, it's a public link. So you have access to it. So anyone with the link, you can just click on it and then you have access to all these slides. So okay. I know um, for some people, like if you're trying to follow along, you're not, if you're like five steps behind, 10 steps behind, it's fine. Just go, you can go through this at your own pace and all the instructions are on here. Basically, it's reading off the instructions. Yep. And this is an example of community-based marketing, mm -hmm. right? We're not selling you anything. We're trying to educate you. And if the consumer is educated, they're more likely to make a smarter buy. And that's really what that comes down to. I work with so many school owners all over the world and they're working with marketers. I'm going, why are you working with them? Well, because they get a lot of leads. Well, have you verified the leads? And, you know, just in working with that client last night to go, hmm, 215 leads, 11 signups, 35 leads, nine signups. And that's over a six month period. The average, I said, you got to look at that. You got to pay attention. And he found the month that he had the 35 leads and nine signups, he was teaching better. They were serving better. Yep. They were in, in the community. Yep. Da, 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 da. So, yep. I mean, because yeah. like what, what this is, is a small cog in the whole machine, right? So it's like this this is just one one resource that, that, that can help. So just because you have a really effective marketing, that's not going to change, you know, the services you're providing or the, how you're outreaching to your community. So all the things have to work together well. That kind, of, that kind of really goes back to branding again. Like everything has to be cohesive. Yeah. You know, it, it's the result. It's yeah. the result of everything together. That's why when we started with your mom, right? It was what's the why? What's the purpose, right? Be kind, be brave. It started with one thing and then it cultivated into the journey. So, I mean, all that, but you, that brand promise you talked about, yep. you know, if you get all this great branding and this great why and purpose, then you come into your school and you suck, you will never get their business again. And they'll go out there and tell everybody, that this brand is not who they say they are. So when you breed that brand identity and the brand loyalty that comes from that, you got to deliver that promise. Yeah. That once you break your promise, you're done. Absolutely. You're done.
You're done. Absolutely. So, so we're almost back. So we're almost we're, we're at, we're, we're we're gonna want to pick it up next week. I'm just gonna finish this ad section and then like then we can be done. Okay. But this is almost done. So um from here you can choose so after so next after step six or so step seven, your audience within audience, you can choose advantage audience, then you tap edit within the audience option. And so this will give you more control over who exactly will see your ad. So once you click into that, you will give be given the option for audience range. And this is how we were talking about earlier. Should we tag, you know, whatever the local area? Should I tag Waukesha in this? Well, I like I could, but like also at the same time, this is basically doing that for me, where it is narrowing in on that specific location. So within edit audience, you can tap on address and you can adjust the range you'd like to reach in relation to your academy and then tap on save audience. Once complete, you'll return back to the audience screen. Make sure advantage audience is selected and then select audience. So, and then basically, basically from there, you're, you're basically done. So just complete filling out your payment information. Um, you can kind of choose how much you want to put into your ad a day. Obviously, the more money you're going to put in your ad, the more Facebook's going to push it. So if you really wanted to push it, like you put more money. But um, I ran an ad for Nicholas recently, and we were just doing $5 a day for a month. And we reached 17,000 people, and we got um, close. We got 250 people on the website so through that. So, And how many of those became relationships, do you know? I'm not sure yet. Cool. Not sure yet, but cool. I'll get back to you on that one. Cool. But yeah, but for that, but for that as as a good percentage, because for most ads um, ran on Facebook, it's zero point nine percent. So that that's that's definitely a lot better than one percent. Cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh, hey Zach, so so here's here's what I think would be super cool. How about you know? Let's see who does the homework. I want you to watch this again. Right. Watch this episode of Success Never Sleeps. Study the handout Zach gave you. I want you to create an ad. You don't have to necessarily start running it. Okay. Put it in draft. Have it ready. And Marco will choose two or three of you. And Zach's going to go in and tell you why it's good, what you can improve upon, you know, where you got stuck in the process. Mm. What do I'd you love think? to do that. Yeah, I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be and great. Then, if we have time, we'll hop into the next section. What do you think is going to be next, Zach? What do you want to do next? Um, so basically from there, and actually like one thing, so everyone can go through this on their own. I can also cover this next time we talk. But after you create your ad, actually, you know, over a period of time, after, you know, a few weeks, a week or two, you can kind of see how your ad performs. And then they're actually able to view your ad results on the app as well. Cool. So, so, so we'll pick it up with that. So what we'll do is we'll look at the ads you design. And we're going to only choose two or three because of the time constraint. Zach will share what could have been better if you got stuck in the process. He'll show you how to get unstuck. But then I'm going to challenge you to run those ads. And that way we can look at those ads a couple of weeks from now. And then Zach will go, okay, you're great. Because we all know that, right? We sit there and look at these insights going, okay, click through here. Three-second view. Costing me $1.50 a click. What the hell? What do I do with that information, right? How do I leverage that? to tweak right. an ad, because I think that's one thing brilliant with digital marketing. We can constantly refine and refine and tweak our ads. Exactly. Does that sound like a good strategy? Because my goal is to educate the school learner, empower them. Yep. And I don't want to just give them a bunch of information. So the action takers are going to make an ad based upon what you watch today and this presentation that Zach has available at the Disruptor and Success Number Seat Place. You're going to come to the plate next week with an ad. Marco will choose two or three. And then we'll break it down and then you can run it. And then we'll see how successful that is. And we'll tweak from there. Sounds great. I love that. All right. Thank you, Zach, for being here, sir. I will see you you next week. All right. Thank you, sir. It was nice being on here. Absolutely. Thank you.
And so there you go, folks, you know, and that's what I'm all about. I'm in empowering people. And the big thing I've learned about being a learner, you know, is, is all the, you know, like the freaking guy. I remember sitting with one digital marketer and our first meeting, right? He's got a library behind him. And there's one book like this facing the camera out of all the books in this library. And there's a spotlight on it. And it was a Russell Brunson book, Bronson Brunson. I can't even say his name. And I sat there. I just had to call him out. I said, dude, I'm not freaking 12. I'm going to call you out. You know, you putting a library behind you does not impress me. It doesn't create an emotional connection. I don't think you're the smartest, you know, guy in the room. And the one book you got facing me with a spotlight on it, that's Russell Brunson. That even turns me off more. I just told him that. I said, I had to tell him that because it's just like, uh, okay. What's that social media 101 class to be a digital marketer that you took? So in, in so what I'm sharing with that, if somebody meets you for the first time at Zoom and they got a freaking library behind them, go the other way. Go the other way. I'm serious as a heartbeat or a stack of books with a big ass microphone, right? Run, run from them because they took a class and they're, they're taught to tell you this is what works, right? You got to show you're smart. It, it just, you know. And that's what I dig about Zach. I think this is real good information. What do we need to do with it? Number one, go back and watch this several times. Number two, download the app. I prefer the desktop personally. But like you said, the app is more simplified. So I'm already opening up my app saying, okay, well, you know, can this simplify my process? And then number three, go through it well enough in the next week to submit an ad to Marco no later than Thursday. Okay? No later than Thursday. And then Marco will choose one or two ads to decide what we're going to go over. Cool? All right, all right. Let me thank my sponsors for today. Market Muscles. Kids Love Life Skills. My studio, LC Accounting. Love you guys. I'll see a lot of people on the East Coast, uh, September 23rd, 24th for the My Studio Business Summit. I will be there speaking. I'm grateful to serve. I'm going to look. I learned so much when I'm there. Having Harvard professors there, so cool. So cool. I mean, when do we in the martial arts industry get the opportunity to learn from a Harvard professor? When I was there last time, I was just like, wow, this is so freaking cool. And then, of course, the franchise mentality will be going on. You know, to talk to somebody that's got 480 code ninjas out there, that's pretty cool. Even if you never want to open a second or third school. What I love about schools like Journey Martial Arts, Focus Martial Arts, Resilient, you know, as you all behave like the big boys. And if you do that, you should be able to hit 300 students, right? I believe that. I believe that. So catch me out there on the East Coast, September 23rd and 24th. All right. Thank you, Marco, for holding the back in there, all the tech stuff, sir. I appreciate you. To everybody out there, I am Brandon Beliso. This is Success Never Sleeps. Until we talk again, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life. Thank you very much. 